to talk about here today ladies and gentlemen hello hello you're listening to the vigilante 1939 podcast that's right v39 is back and as always my name's nick zanik and i'm joined by the ever so eloquent nico caruso and his father who was daddy batman but due to twitter we're now calling him daddy calves mr caruso nicholas caruso jr gentlemen how you guys doing Carnage. <laughs> this is an electric opening. It's like when you when when you say carnage, I think of Ted. I think of Ted the movie when he goes, Have you ever heard of a of a Boston girl? And he's like, Oh yeah, harder, harder, carnage. Pepper's carnage. Pepper's farm. Is is Mark Wahlberg playing carnage? Oh my oh god, my that's god. funny. That's hilarious, Seti. God, what an electric opening wow. today. And then we got Daddy Cab. So Daddy wow. Bats is sidelined for a while. Daddy Garrett. We're actually, we're, he's actually going to start an OnlyFans account. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so right. if yeah. you yeah. know yeah. of people who are in the Cav picks, we will be uploading oh, them. Uh, it's only going to be $9.99 a month. <laughs> but, but he'll personalize the Cav photos as well for an extra oh, three or five wow. But there will there will be calves. Wow. And it will be called Daddy Calves. And wow. that's how we will fund the show moving forward. Carnage. Carnage. Which brings me to my next uh statement here is V39 Productions is rolling out a nice slate. Uh seems to be a little more consistent than uh two letters named WB, as as I will allude to here, is we got the Zeddy Batman Beyond film that is coming in quarter two of 2022. We got the symbiote spideys which is going to be filming in quarter one of 2022 that will be starring nico caruso in the black suits and now we got daddy garrick which will be starring (laughs) mr caruso as jay garrick flash i think that's a nice slate don't you think gentlemen we do too and we have three driveways to uh there you go film those in yeah i gotta clean the garage out too so that we can uh we can get going on these projects absolutely and we're we're gonna dust off our treadmill that we don't use and that's going to be the cosmic, go. The treadmill. cosmic treadmill baby. and just so everybody understands no studio is going to tell us what character exactly. we can or cannot put into these exactly productions and, and the money from the only fans will also film the production of these <laughs> three fund the production of these three there you go films there you oh go. man all right well back Walter Hamada he just called he just sent us a cease and desist oh Walter Hamada I wish he would. I yeah. I wish he would because you know that they're so scared of the fan base that even if a small podcast of now 500 followers shots to our new 500 followers milestone clap everybody clap. But there you um, go. love you all. But uh, I'm sure that Warner Brothers would be like these three guys are talking about us. Oh no. And then they'll try to shut us down, which would be the the most beta thing I've ever seen. Mm. 
I hear they're very anti-vigilante 39. <laughs> oh, okay. I hear they're very anti-Zeddy. Listen, they we've helped put seats in the in theaters, man. They yes, should, we yeah, do. Man, I'm give, that I gave is what them, we do. That's I right. gave them my support for In the Heights on Sunday. That was a great film, there by the go. way. Uh, shout out to AMC Theaters on Mother's Day for letting me see that early. And then we have another thing we're going to... Oh, no, wait, that's Netflix. I was about to give them credit. Yeah, yeah. A studio who gives faith to their creatives. But let's let's not keep this. I have a story, actually. Can I Well, wait, did we have a question? Well, I have my story first. Oh, you want to do your story? It's a good story. I want to hear a story time with Nico. Go ahead. Is this a new segment, by the way, where we open open with a story? Yeah, it's called... Nico's uh nighttime Nico. Night nighttime Nico. Nick at oh Nick and see, but that's copyrighted. I know. Nico um, at nigh something like that. We'll figure it out. It's 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 my uh ne- Nico's narrative. There it there is. There you go. Oh. Um I have I have one story and two statements, but they won't take long. Okay, so I forgot to tell both my dad and Zeddy this story, but people will love this. Um, especially if you are a fan of a certain film. So uh, two weeks ago, uh, me and my friends were, we were going to a park to like have like a little cookout sort of thing. And we had to stop to get uh, chips and salsa. So I go to this uh, Jewel Osco and as I'm in line and I am paying for said chips and salsa, I turn to my left and there is a gentleman who is loading his groceries onto the conveyor belt thing. And I turn and then I look back to wait for the beep, beep, beep for, for the card to come out. But then I was like, is that what I just think I saw? And I turn to my left and I make eye contact with the said gentleman who is now two feet closer to me. And of course, because it's COVID, we're wearing face masks, right? And guess what face mask he was wearing? Was Zach, Snyder. Zach Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> Zach Justice League. So I did like a double take, like, should I talk to this guy? Now I'm someone who doesn't normally get a receipt at the grocery store. Cause why do I need a receipt? My bank statements show me what I spent. So I'm like, I think I want to talk to this guy. So they asked me, do I want a receipt? I said, yes. They asked, do I want a bag for this? I originally said no, but I'm like, actually, yes. Can I? Cause I wanted the guy to get semi closer and, I turned to him and we locked eyes and I just gave him a, I like tapped where like his, like I tapped onto my face mask to get him to see that I was talking about his. And I just said, Oh yeah. And he goes, fuck yeah, dog. Great movie. I'm like, yeah, brother, let's go. And then I was very excited for the rest of the night because it's a rite of passage now. It's like a little cult, but we're the positive cult. I'm sure that man is not in the toxic fandom on Twitter. I'm sure he's a great guy. He's just, buying some um DiGiorno frozen pizzas which are not good frozen pizzas um but there goes our sponsor awesome <laughs> i never have seen anyone else wear something zach snyder just did, did he have a white in, v-neck on as well no no oh, no okay. not in our twitter community or us i have never seen someone mm. else wear something zach snyder mm. just like randomly on the street like that i thought that was so cool which means he got that from Ink to the People, which means he donated to AFSP. Shout out to that man. He was a nice. very handsome guy. He had some great calves, but not as good as my dad's. That's my story. Now I have two statements. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Um, you know, because we're this is like an extra fun show of the week. We've done a couple extra shows. I'm 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 feeling extra dangerous today. So oh you know how like they tell you to like not sniff sharpies as a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So, so, so I was at work yesterday and I was getting really tired towards the last client I had. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like falling asleep here. I got to wake up for this last client. So I have a king size Sharpie. It's like a really big one. And I said, this thing's potent. I'm like, I'm going to sniff the Sharpie. So I sniffed it and I crap you not because I don't want to swear now. I crap you not. I was wired for the next 45 minutes. Wow. So, <laughs> kids do not huff sh- Sharpies. And my second and <laughs> my second statement and third final tidbit is that uh, the Green Knight trailer might be the greatest trailer I've ever seen. Okay. So for those of you who don't know what that is, go on youtube.com or Twitter and search the Green Knight trailer and behold, um, it was it was glorious. Beware the Green Knight. Beware the Green Knight. It's an A24 movie, right? A24 okay. film. Shout out to to Mr. C who tweeted and promoted the Green Knight, which means it must be good. It must be good. It must be a good trailer if it gets my dad's attention. I I saw you guys retweet it, and I'm like, oh, what are these guys watching now? So I'm like, let me watch it. And the trailer was fantastic. It was riveting. It was was very Lord of the Rings-esque. Obviously lower budget a little bit, but... And anytime I see animals talk and giants, I'm a, I'm a sucker for that. So I thought it looked really cool. What does the fox say? The talking fox was awesome, man. And happy 27 years to the crow, Dad. Yeah, I saw them. Somebody tweet that today. So 27 years. And I retweeted. And I say this in all honesty. That is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Absolutely. From the very first time I've seen it, I probably watched it like 20 times now. I watch it every Halloween, either the day or two before it. It's become kind of a, um, a ritual for us. And there's there's something about that movie, no matter how many times I see it, I still get that kind of tense, emotional feeling yeah. when I watch that film. It's I really do love it. It's great. It's easily a top 10 comic book film yeah. of all time for it's all great of movie. Yeah. Great movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go check you know, it. Never, we never included in our list because I don't. I know it is a comic book film. I really still it's, don't yeah. classify it in that. I just think it's a great film overall. Yeah. It's, it's one of yeah. those films that um, I saw when it came out and it's always been a part of me and everybody I know and anyone I know, I've always tried to make a point of it that um because i got a lot of friends that love it and they're not comic book guys mm-hmm. but they love that movie yeah oh yeah, so. yeah. all right zeddy what's wait, the actual the, topic wait did you invite that guy is he is he here Walter the guy Smith. from no the guy from the grocery store yeah he's coming later. oh okay interesting okay. Mm-hmm. he's coming later I, because before I left, of course, I said, hell yeah, man. Awesome film. Follow at the vigilante 1939 on Twitter. There you go. Maybe he was the 500 follower. He must, <laughs> must have been the 500 follower. Nice. Nice. Oh my God. All right. Well, before we get down to uh, our business here, we got some unfinished business to attend to. <laughs> before we get down to new business, there's before old Before we get down to new business, we got some old business to attend to. And that was, we got a question which was dm to us which if you ever want to ask us a question you guys can always dm us at vigilante1939 or tweet at us and we will make sure to answer it doesn't always have to be a q a just wanted to throw that out there but we have uh from eltd podcast i know who that is everyone Uh, loves a jerk shout out to rob myers there you go my eric singer slash peter chris slash the camp man nice nice well 
ELTD podcast. Everybody loves the Drake podcast. Would like to know if you could pick an era of Batman, comic wise, to go back to, or what was the last perfect era of Batman? What is it and why? You go. You go first. Well, for me, it's it's really easy. It's that Bronze Age era that I grew up with as a young boy. So I would I would love to go back to like 1974 to like 1981 or so, mm-hmm. and just like get those books that I got at that age now. I mean, the way they were right off the comic rack, right off the spinner rack. That that's always been my favorite time. Um, there's something about it. It's it's obviously the classic yellow oval, yeah. blue and gray. Yeah, the artwork of Neil Adams and um. You know, Kelly Jones, the stories of Denny O'Neill, Doug Mensch, just Norm Brayfogle, just just classic stuff. And, it, it, you know, we all we all like what we grew up with. We always tend to gravitate to the music. But for, for me, honestly, I say this with all sincerity to you guys. There have been some of the greatest Batman stories ever written since that time. But I still read those old stories with, like, a fondness. And they, I still think the art is as good as anything I see today or I've seen in the nineties or in the early two thousands. So that's 74 to 81 era for me. I would love to go back. Yeah. I, for me, well said dad for me um, to answer both parts of the question. Um, like a time I would go back to is that is of course times that I didn't exist during or i was super young during it's it's two i think of i would love to have been just around and reading comics in the 90s because that's some of my favorite batman stuff of all time came out around that time in that whole time frame mm-hmm. um and because everyone talks about it you know zeddy as you both know um i'm a big movie guy um I, I, I feel like I've seen all the big movies and gotten that theater experience, but I'm someone who only saw the dark Knight. I didn't get that Batman 89 experience that my dad all always talks about. And that the guys over at Batman on film always talk about what other guys didn't let's go talk about our whole community here. Everyone talks about how great of a time that that was. So I, I would love to hop in a time machine and be able to go see 89 in the theater and feel what it was like to see a, to see a Batman film on, on the big stage in that era for like the first time. Um, that would be amazing. Uh, the last perfect era. Every era is a perfect era with the Batman. <laughs> every era is a perfect era. Nice. Of course, you know, just when you feel like the latest stuff isn't, you know, a story like the three jokers comes out and you're like, yep, yeah. it's still possible that his stories are all time. So, at least that's my opinion. You know what? I kind of missed that part, right? The favorite era. Yeah. You, I know I said the 74, but honestly, to me. The, or the last perfect, or like what was the perfect Yeah, era? I think the perfect era of Batman comic books was that, that 90s era when yeah. you had Chuck Dixon and Denny O'Neill doing stuff like yeah. uh, No Man's Land. And then having um, Contagion, Catechism, Road to No Man's Land. And then right after that, you know, you in, in between that, you had Prodigy. That, for my money, was the greatest run of Batman stories from, like, 91, 92 to, like, 99 or so. That was that was unmatched to me. I've seen – there have been moments of greatness since then, but never so consistently, in my opinion, has there been, like, an eight- or nine-year run like that. Sure. Yeah, I mean, not for the sake of uh, agreement, but, you know, I agree with Nico Sandman that it really would have been cool to have seen, 
just Batman 89 in the theater yeah. to just get that full like Batman is serious again kind of vibe or is you know coming mm-hmm. off of 66 and everything like that just to be able to witness like what was so hyped about Michael Keaton because you know somebody that wasn't there then you know we still can't relate to it as hyped as he is as great as he is you know I just I think seeing 89 in the theater would have just already kind of added to an already great legacy of Batman movies that I've seen I just would have loved to see 89 in the theater I haven't seen it in a re-release which I would love to do one day just to kind of get that experience of seeing it I think that'd be pretty rad and I would say I think the 90s era is probably the best just Oh, yeah. what what mainly gets adapted to in Batman stories anyway so and the Keaton thing is why I put up the poll I did um is I which is a I great poll, a poll actually I was just curious and I was surprised that like I I love the discourse already because you know you put up those polls you know and my inspiration for it you know is my dad and shout out to uh, Chris right Evans now. oh my god it's 50 50 right With now 110 votes <laughs> at 110 it's 50 50 right now wow. four days left so I was genuinely curious, though, because it's fun. It's fun to have positive, hypothetical, nonsensical discourse on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm curious, you know, which one is bigger? Which one's going to have the bigger impact? And impact can mean whatever it wants to people. I've already seen people use impact in a different way, which is great. I mm-hmm. said, Who, whose return has the bigger impact? Toby and Andrew in Spider-Man 3 or Keaton in The Flash? Me, I'm indifferent. I love freaking both. But I was curious to see what people right. were going to say. And right now it's tied at 110 votes. That's awesome with four days left to go. But I'm curious because to me, I think because I didn't see Batman 89, mm-hmm. I hear stories of how big it was. Yeah. But I was thinking about how long ago it was. I think about how much the box office is driven by the younger audience today who are mm-hmm. more, Toby and Andrew are more familiar to them and Spider-Man even you, you could count those amazing films, but Spider-Man really hasn't had a dud, you know? He's, mm-hmm. he's Spider-Man, he's popular. I think he rivals Batman in terms of popularity. I, I think Spider-Man might sell a little bit more, especially with the way that the DCEU films went, especially with the way the DCEU films went. Now you can say, oh, there were bad reviews and stuff, but BVS, Justice League, I mean, Batman's in those movies. If you're a mm. Batman fan, you should be seeing those. Why didn't they make a billion dollars? Batman's in them. But Homecoming and Far From Home, you know, especially Far From Home, I know it was coming right off of Endgame, but it still it still tries to be a Spider-Man film. And Spider-Man is the market, did a billion dollars. So I'm like, okay, I personally think Toby and Andrew are bigger, but Impact, those guys are coming back for a treat. And shout out to all my guys who were like, Keaton's actually coming back to be like a paradigm shift. He's coming back for a purpose to be like the Batman going forward in the DCEU. So that impact is bigger. It's just fun to think about. Well, I, I understand what you're saying too, because I, I know we were, and then we got into box office and stuff because I, I would be surprised mm-hmm. if Flashpoint would do as much as. Uh, um, it won't beat Sp- as Spider-Man it, it, it 3 at the box office. Spider- but, no, you know, impact for me means, means probably one thing. What's going to mean more? Well, we could argue that we don't know. We'll have to wait till Keaton comes out because will Keaton's impact be so great that it'll 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 go over a few movies sure. and cause this renaissance thing to happen that they want? Yeah. Or will it just be what it is? And what will be more memorable? Yeah. You know, we know that the impact Warner Brothers is obviously trying to use Keaton. Yeah. As a linchpin, like you said, but. We won't know till after Flashboy comes out, and then we'll say, well, what was talked about more? What had yeah. the greater 
effect on box office. Did, and, that, and we really don't know, but it's it's an interesting question to ask right now because I said Spider-Man is coming soon. So there's more social activity. Now yeah. there's more buzz about it. So it's gonna be interesting. We really won't have the answer till the end of next year. But yeah. it's certainly a fun poll to do. Which is cool because Keaton's come back strong. It was Toby and Andrew's dominating for a while. For mm-hmm. me, I, I still think Toby Andrew, Andrew Garfield's not in the movie, so well, he, said he, yeah. he said it himself. So for me personally, I <laughs> I I think Toby and Andrew is bigger because the audience is more familiar with them. The uh, oh, come on, the live majo- action Spider Verse, come on. More of the majority of the audience is there mm. for these two guys, especially coming off the success of Spider Verse, as opposed to Keaton, because there's a lot of people that our age who are going to be like, oh yeah, the older guy who played Batman in 1989. <laughs> but for diehard Batman fans, and for some of the older piece of the audience it's a bigger deal for the younger people it's not just not as big of a deal and the younger people drive the box office more the families do mm-hmm. and recent families have seen those spidey guys a little bit more recently than keaton so i'm not sure how how many 12 year old kids can sit and watch batman 89 but they could probably still watch the toby and andrew films that's just me but you know what's cool yeah is that in in consecutive years within 11 months of each other we're getting all the people who have played these people, the two biggest comic book characters of all time, all these people are coming back. So you're going to get Keaton mm. again. You're going to mm. get Toby again. You're going to get Andrew again. And you're going to get Affleck again for a tad bit. So it's it's brilliant. It's cool. I just wanted to put up that poll because it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's like, wow. Who would have thought two years ago you would have said, hey, in two years, yeah. Keaton's going to be playing Batman again and Toby and Andrew are going to be playing Spider-Man again. It's like, no shot. You cool. know, the only thing too, though, as much of a Keaton fan I am, and I'm glad to have him come back and be this mentor, I guess. He's still an older Batman that is not going to really give me. I know people are going to say, how do you know what he's going to give you? You haven't seen it yet. Because it's still not the Batman in prime that I would like to see yeah, it's, participating in these it's, movies. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't mean to no, offend I anybody. No, no, I, I was there in 89. I brought people there. As great as it is. It's, it's, it's the older Batman. It's, it's still not what. I would like, and that is El Primo Batman. Okay, which we're not getting in Reeves, either. right? And we're not getting that in Reeves either. Yes. And I'm and I'm not. I'm looking so forward, and I think Reeves' Batman film has the chance to be legendary. But this Batman fan is still a little angry that we haven't. It's taken us a long time, and really to get a prime to get a prime time Batman. Now yeah. we're going older you know, and earlier. Very straight. <laughs> We went from he's already old on the end of his ropes, like Frank Miller-esque, to, hey, yeah, let's go older in this world, and in that world, we're going back to the beginning. <laughs> year two, because as they told us at Fandom eight times, it's year two, Batman. Yep. <laughs> Sophomore Batman. Weird. But it's, it's, it's just a cool poll. Go vote on the poll. Have fun yeah, with it's it. Fun. Don't fight. There's uh, no right or wrong answer. No. But there will be. <laughs> In December of 2022, it will be. Oh, you'll be you'll be able to look back at it at that time. It look I mean, look back as we go forward, and you're going to be able to kind of say to yourself, which one kind of had the bigger. Here's the biggest thing, because someone uh, Ryan Haas and Eric were talking this about the shout out to those two guys, wonderful guys. Um, they brought up you know the box office stuff, and it's going to be hard to see in COVID's factor, but. 
mm, Spider-Man has that benefit of, of the doubt that I don't think the Flash has. No. So the Flash has it, the, the Flash has more of a chance of being crucified than Spidey. Absolutely. Really. So that's why I also think that impact thing. Everyone could be like Keaton, 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 but people could still rip apart that Flash film. Whereas we know the MCU film won't get ripped, especially and, not Spider-Man. And if we just go on WB's history, if it doesn't go over well, Keaton won't be playing. Batman. We won't be seeing Keaton <laughs> playing Batman again. So who knows? Who knows? But All right, uh, great, great tangent for the first one. Yeah. I want that beyond. not playing. All right, so Zeddy, stir us back here. Uh, and thank you, Rob, for that question. You yeah, that was a great you, question, Rob. You are that was a great, great friend of the show. Great friend of the show. There you go. So buckle your seatbelts. Grab your popcorn. Speaking of things that are indifferent, guys. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh boy. Can we talk about something positive first? Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. One. And, and you know what? I feel like I'm doing the Heath Ledger Joker thing. And here we go. No. <laughs> All right, man. So we didn't get to talk about this last week because some other things went on. But before, yeah. a few months ago, we got confirmation that J.J. Abrams was developing a Superman movie that he uh, tasked Ta-Nehisi uh, Coates, I believe I'm saying that right, yeah. mm-hmm. as the screenwriter uh, for the movie. Uh, there was no official way that they were actually moving forward with a black Superman. That was speculated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now the Hollywood, thanks to the Hollywood reporter, we now have official confirmation that it is in fact going to be a black Superman and they are actually looking for a black director. So they actually gave us a little short list and then they gave us like a little tidbit of something that like what could be the premise of the movie that I'll lead off. So uh, the rumored list of candidates that we got are people like Barry Jenkins and awesome. Cable Jr. and J.C. Awesome. Dillard, awesome. Uh, Regina King, Shaka awesome. King. So awesome. Uh, and then the Hollywood awesome. Reporter goes on to say that, you know, the early rumors that uh, Cates is crafting a Kalal, which he spells as one word, uh, hint, in the, uh, in the vein of the original Superman comics, and we'll have the protagonist help from Krypton and come to Earth and then. Yeah, which says that one of two things that they're toying around was that it could be a 20th century period piece, which also says that subject to change. So none of this, none of that is official, but the fact that it will be a black Superman and there will be a black director is confirmed, which stirred up a whole lot of noise, including myself, <laughs> um, just based on reaction. So. I'm actually going to kick this one off to you, Mr. C, because I think we might have briefly touched on it when it was announced. Now that we know that there's a black Superman that's going to happen and that there's a black director that's going to direct this movie. I'm I'm on the fence because, you know, you're obviously someone that, you know, you've been around longer than Mm -hmm. us. You can attest to whether or not this is the right move for the character of Superman. Do you feel that right now? You know, I think that it is the right move for the character. I think, I I don't think they've known what to do with the character mm-hmm. for quite some time. Yeah. And unfortunately, the lack of success of the Snyder films have kind of, I think, paved the way for, for them to move on from Henry Cavill. Yeah. So I'm all for this. My problem is it's another premature thing they're throwing out there where they have a writer but they probably don't have a script yet 
they don't have a director and they certainly don't have a cast. So this is my problem with WB. It's just an idea. It's an idea that they're floating out there. I believe that they believe they're going to do it. I believe it could be good if they do it. I'm just not so sure that it's all going to come to the way that they say it is because whether you love them, you hate them. I'm not, I'm, I support their IPs, all their characters. People know that the Warner brothers, DC comics characters are my favorite. I just still don't think they know exactly what they're doing. And part of my fear is that they're doing this to give the image that they're not tone deaf and they're trying to capitalize on him being black his like being their black panther when they've got a gem of a character thank in John Stewart you. thank you who is so far overdue yeah that green lantern mythos from them developing a story with him not only is John Stewart someone that you can build a universe around he's already been introduced and loved in the justice league uh animated films you've got a whole generation of guys like your age that grew up with him he was my first screen you've got kids that continue to watch him and so like for me and this doesn't mean you can't do superman you can do him too but i'm just wondering if they're if they already have the character that they could have developed and that they're now trying to do it on superman to like try to catch up So Warner Brothers, and I'm going to let you talk, Warner Brothers is very confusing to me, guys, because they do not know what they're doing. I'll say it again. They've got some good movies in the pipeline coming up that have been already announced for a long time. But there's a lot of this stuff that they throw out into into the stratosphere here. And it takes so long for them where the other guys in Marvel and Star Wars, they're so proactive, right? Because not only do they give the fans what they want, they actually develop characters that you didn't think you want and they make you want them. Yeah. Warner Brothers is not, they have no clue. They haven't figured it out. They've got Batman. They've got Suicide Squad. They gave a sequel to Jazam, which was kind of a box office failure, but I understand why they did that. Mm-hmm. And they got a whole lot of announcements here. You know, Black Adam is, is coming, but there's still his. We're sitting here. It's it's the middle of May. They gave us Finn Whitrock, right, for Green Lantern, but we still have no production date on that, right? And, and now we know we know Fandom's coming. So maybe at Fandom they're going to wow us over. But if they wait to Fandom, and that's when the production is going to start on a lot of these things, gentlemen, we're looking at 2023 before we see anything else besides the movies we got. So I rambled here. I got on WB. I'm all for this. I think it be, it can be done beautifully and it can be done right, but I'm certainly not going to get excited till I know a, who the director is yeah. and write one, a who the cast is, who's going to be Superman. You know, I don't care. I'm not one of these people. If it's Clark Kent, I have no problem with that. If it's a couple of the other versions, I don't care. Just give me a good script. Give me a great director um, and give me a guy that can, that can carry the movie. Give me, give me a really good actor. And there there are several out there. So I'll believe it when I see it. Sure. Yeah. Well said. I love the couple ways you went with that. Cause that's, that's sort of what I was going to do. 
So I, when we first talked about this, I was a big champion of it. I still am. I, I think it's one of the best moves for the character of Superman. I didn't say Clark Kent. I think it's one of the best moves for what Superman and that symbol means. I'm glad we waited to talk about this. And, you know, some of our scheduling changes happened because I've also went out to educate myself and looked at a few different perspectives, um, not to change my own, but just to see what's out there. You, you, you know, it's always important when, when you're into something or not into something to try to get the other perspective. It just helps for conversation when you talk about it and from a respect standpoint. Um, so I have a multi-layered response to this that will also include the company known as WB. The first thing I want to say is this is great for the character of Superman. Now here's the gray area. And someone tried to make fun of me in the comments of another tweet I had because they didn't realize what I was saying and they didn't take the time to, to, to read my tweet is these journalists, these journalists write these articles. And yes, I'm not saying journalists don't write articles. These journalists, that's what they are, write these articles. They're not necessarily fans. They're told to write a piece. They don't necessarily do the same research. You know, when I review a certain movie for Let's Go, I granted I'm not a journalist, but I may not have all the pieces in a row. You, 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 you know, when I reviewed, uh, when I reviewed, you know, the boys, I'm not familiar with what those people did before. I was just reviewing the boys. So the fact that they spelled Cal Al as one word and said it was a Clark Kent thing when previous articles say it was going to either be Calvin Alice or Val Zod and an original character. I go, okay, is it Clark Kent? Is it Kal-El? Is it someone else? Is it the name Kal-El and it's going to be Calvin Ellis? Are, 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 they, don't are they blending? They we don't, don't know. know. They don't know. Here's the problem. For all my friends out there, I'm going to challenge you again. They got a plan? Why every fucking article say something different? Why every fucking article yeah, say yeah, something yeah. different? Why does one article say there's no Joker sequel? Why does this article say there's a Joker sequel? Either the journalists ain't doing their homework or the company don't know what they're doing. What's funny is the Hollywood reporter is credited as being the one of the main sources for Warner Brothers in DC on film. Which is it? Is it is it Cal L. Clark Kent? Is it someone else? You you're telling me what the writer and your list of directors, what character is it? Oh, if you don't know, don't tell me. Cause you don't yeah. know. So the universe too, they had screwed up. Yes. So like here's the problem. Where what and... takes place? So here's the thing. Right. I've educated myself on this. Here's my new stance. Because I decided to look at different perspectives and go, okay, I can't necessarily relate to what you're saying, but I think I understand it. If it's Clark Kent, Cal Al, I think it's a pretty dumb, lazy thing. Because I have realized how many people of color and how many black people hate if they just race swap Clark Kent. When you could make these other characters who are traditionally black and tell their stories, Calvin Ellis, Valzon, go back to John Stewart, Vixen, Steele, Mr. Terrific, static shock that they say is happening. That's a year and a half old now. Black that lightning. news, black lightning, etc. So 
I've, 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 I watched 15, 20 reactions of people of color and black people who do not like the fact that if it is a Clark Kent, they feel it's lazy and shameful because they're just changing the look of the character to get an audience in there and to try to mimic what Marvel did with Black Panther instead of doing what Marvel did with Black Panther and taking a character and its roots and its tradition and putting that An at the forefront. Yeah. If it's Calvin Ellis or Valzad, it's brilliant. I'm more into that because it's those characters. It's unique to them. You're yeah. not rewriting a character and its story to fit a criteria to please an audience. Mm-hmm. You're actually pleasing the audience by giving them something they can relate to with their tradition and history. If it's an original character, I think that's even better. And mm. a period piece, I think that's even better. And what they can do with the period piece, what they could do with these period piece comic book films in general, X-Men Days, Future Past, Wonder Woman, that they could be brilliant. So I'm now in the camp of, I want a black Superman. I think it is important and will transcend and could be one of the biggest things ever, but I want it to be black Superman, a version of a black Superman, not Clark Kent changed to capitalize on an opportunity, which is what they're known to do. So my faith in Warner's on this, like my dad said, I am now going to temper until I have the director, have the character, have the premise, have a cast and have dates because this idea is changing in articles that are being released on the regular now. Mm -hmm. That's my thoughts on it. But I also think a Superman movie needs to be told. If it is Clark Kent, well, I see it. It might be the best thing in the world and I might like it, but just the idea mm-hmm. feels like they're tokenizing because literally that's what it would be doing. There's other bl- now if Calvin Ellis and Valzad and other versions did not exist, I might be more along the lines of trying to understand it. Sure. But the fact that they do exist. Mm-hmm. And there's a Clark Kent on TV now, and there's the Cavill one, and there's the, why don't you tell the stories that are that instead of trying to just Mm -hmm. turn one into it for the gimmick? People are going to come out for Superman, not Clark Kent. I think the symbol, if put on a different person, can transcend, but it's the symbol. It's not Clark Kent that's going to transcend, it's the symbol. And I think they need to do something fresh anyway. So do that. And I'm with my dad. John Stewart is the most overdue character in comic book film history at the moment in time. While you could say what you want about the Snyder stuff, I'm glad he had the balls to want to use him and figured how important that would be even for a scene. Because if Warner Brothers saying they want to do it, we have our guy. Where the hell is it? Yeah. And if they're going to announce it in October... That's great, but why are we waiting till October? Why have we waited till now to do a John Stewart Green Lantern film? Why are we waiting? Why are you trying to rush the plan? <laughs> it's it's not a plan until the Flash movie. That's when their plan starts. Also, 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 a, a plan is not just make new movies. And also, if your studio has a plan, there's not three different articles saying three different things because you want to know who has a goddamn plan. Kevin Feige don't announce something unless there's people attached and there's production dates. And that's solidified with Blade. It took it took a year and a half, but you had an actor attached to it. You had writers attached to it. Now Blade's kicking off. That's right. Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios. I Don't tell me it's just so does Star Wars. Star Wars. Star they Wars have people attached. Yep. They have dates. They have plans. You want to know why? They have confidence and they roll with it. 
Mm. They don't wait to see what sticks. They said, we're going to make you like this because we have faith in the talent we reach out to. And that's not just a Zack Snyder thing. Mm -mm. We're going to announcements of Blue Beetle. There's the Green Lantern Corp show. That's great. We got one cast of the four characters weeks ago. But even if they started production in June or July on Green Lantern, it's not going to be out till the but end of next I'm year. I'm just wondering why we so haven't had those just characters. Because yeah. they don't, they're not ready yet. They don't have the cast. And again, I, I firmly believe, Nikki, and then we'll go to you. I sure. do believe that October 16th is going to be a, a, a it's going to be unbelievable. I do think we're sure. going to be blown away. Sure. Um, and, I'll I wait think, till then. And, and then at that time, I'll say, boy, they did come through. But you know what? That's like five months from now. Yeah, that's a long time. And if stuff don't start, I got news for you guys. You're going to be looking at 2023 for a lot of these things. Where I think that they're so far behind, and it's because of their lack of faith. In anything. In anything. In anything. Yeah. And I do think that, um, I I, I don't think they're going to really wait for the flash for a lot of stuff like you guys do, because that's just way too late. But I do think the flash will be, if there's ever another Justice League movie, that's where I think it comes out of. It comes out of that sure. Flash movie. So, mm-hmm. Mickey, so your your take is good. You had great tweets on this. Um, you know, repeat because yeah. you were you were you're so right on it. And and I'm also not saying everyone of color who's black thinks the Clark Kent thing is bad. Oh, I'm just saying not. I've seen that perspective yeah, no. and it's made me think about sure what the studio could do as opposed to what they might do. Mm-hmm. And I really am starting to see the lens of what they should do. Yeah. So, Daddy, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, look, I didn't mean to waffle any uh, feathers here when they made the announce, but, but, you know, being a Superman purist like myself, someone that has seen all the movies that have, that's seen Smallville, that's seen Lois and Clark, you know, that's seen the George Weaves stuff, you know, I was very adamant that, you know, I chose to be on the positive side that I think this is great for the character of Superman. I was like Nico and like you guys just said, I mean, was, was was I a little, you know, forward in what I said? Sure, maybe, you know, I mean, Superman being an alien, I guess right off the top to me had said, regardless of what his skin uh, mm-hmm. pigmentation is, I mean, whether he's white, black, blue, orange, purple, he's an alien. He can be whatever uh, color that he wants to be. I guess I just took the notion Damn. that he's just always been portrayed as a white man. There's yeah. nothing wrong with Superman being black. He's just always been white. It's the same as, as Green Lantern. We've never had a black Green Lantern shown. Doesn't mean there's not a black Green Lantern. It's just they've never done a black Green Lantern. There is a black Green Lantern, which they have not done. Same thing with Superman. So I guess I, I, I took the notion that I don't understand why we were, we were denying this. Now, mm-hmm. granted, yes. Are you denying this because you're so hung up that Cavill got screwed by Warner Brothers, which he did? I'm not denying that. Mm-hmm. Do I want to see the guy come back and get, and get his Man of Steel too? Of course, and maybe maybe this can still happen. Maybe this can mm-hmm. still happen. This is not rule Henry Cavill out, which so many people commented on me, which I told him. I was like, look, do I think he's out? Sure, maybe. Maybe he don't mm-hmm. want to do this no more. Maybe they waited too long. Who knows? It also doesn't rule him out if he ever wants to do a movie, right? So, yeah. and I guess, you know, yeah, you have Kelvin Ellis, you have Velzot. Use them. You have the material in front of you. Use them. Why should you away swap a black Clark Kent? I I agree with that. I don't think you should do that. But another point I mentioned was you have to do something different. Sure. You have to do something different. Number two in DC. 
may I remind people, number two yeah. in DC has always been Superman. It might be Wonder Woman now, today, mm. but it has always been Superman prior to that Wonder Woman movie. And guess what? A Superman movie has never been box office successful, commercially successful. Was Man of Steel a box office hit? Sure. You want to count that 600 or whatever million that he made? Sure. But it was divisive. Superman Returns, mm-hmm. divisive. Those Christopher Lee films that came out in, in late 78 and those early 80s, yeah, they were great, but nobody cared about comic book movies back then. Yeah, the first the, the first two were really successful, but then by the time I remember that, yeah, by the time they yeah, got yeah. the three and four, it, it, yeah. the magic was gone. It yeah. was gone. So my point is that you have to you have to do something different. You have to change it. Yeah. Something has not worked, and it has nothing to do with Zack Snyder and what he did. Something has not worked. Yes, maybe the way that Zack Snyder portrayed Superman was a little off-putting to some, hence why he was not successful. But something has not worked. Something with this cliche of Superman has not clicked with the general audience, and that's a point that I will not debate. Otherwise, he would have been making billion dollars, mm-hmm. which is what he should be doing. Because one and two, Mary remind people again, are Batman and Superman. Mm-hmm. Those are your two juggernauts, and you've treated one as your juggernaut, and you've let the other flop miserably to the point where now Superman's relegated the TV, and now it's to the point where even still, Superman is met with skepticism, and he's met with so much controversy that it's ridiculous that even a show like Superman and Lois, as beloved as it is, was met with all this controversy. Every mm-hmm. time the name Superman comes up, controversy, negativity, I don't understand it. I'm sorry, but I'm just so over it that every time the name Superman is bought up, it's got to be this negative. Uh, Henry Cavill deserves his chance. Screw this black Superman. They don't even know what the hell they're doing. Superman alone sucks. It's on the CW. I'm so sick of this crap. Tyler Hackler, not my Superman. I'm mm. over it. I'm just over it. Yeah. I just want a good Superman movie. I want sure. good Superman content. And here's the thing, too. I'm actually for race swapping. I am. But when it comes to a character like this, where there's other, where 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 there's other versions of the character with their own stories, yeah. then I want you to use that. For example, why is Miles Morales so big? He's Spider Man, but he's his own character mm-hmm. with his own story, mm-hmm. with his own relatable things. It's not Peter Parker changed. It's Miles, his own character. Yeah, because you could have just did a black or Hispanic yeah. Peter Parker. Absolutely. And you could have. You could have. But in the comics, they decided to make him his own thing. And he, to a lot of people, is their Spider-Man, which is great. So why not give another version of their Superman? And when I say there, I mean for someone. It's theirs, you know. Well, wouldn't wouldn't you be tired of seeing the same old, like, kind of that same Kryptonian origin I, story? I, and that's also I mean, when, it's, it's almost like yeah. watching Batman's parents get killed again. You know, like yeah. at some point, we've seen that enough. Mm-hmm. Now, if you wanted to tell me that they were going to do a, if they were going to do a Black Superman with Clark Kent, but you can skip the origin and just have him here and be fighting Brainiac, I I could even better, I, yeah. I could even that'll work for me. Yeah. But if you have to get into the whole how he was raised on the farm, and we've seen that story now wow. a lot. Yeah. And so that's why I'm with you guys. I do think, though, that Superman does need, I think it's important that he is a person of color now. Sure. I really do. I think the character I, yes. needs that. 
but I'm like you guys. I prefer to be an original or one of the takes that already are in the comics. Yeah. Because again, it's just just to race swap him and basically tell the same story. Yeah. It's just not exciting. It's boring. It's not exciting. Yeah. It's boring. I have you know, a man lower sign if he's gonna, if it's yeah. gonna be Clark Kent. Yeah, and then let him be the Clark Kent. Right. You've got the TV yeah. show that way, and and you know. And you know what? And, and let, embrace you know, your world. Embrace yeah. your world. Thank you. Embrace right. the world. And here's the thing. Here's my last thing. Yeah. And for all the people who were t- so we're speaking off of what the article told us. Yes. Because that's all, all we right. can speak of. That's all we can speak of is what the article told us. And whether there were conflicting reports, sure. But let's talk about the newest one now. That's how news works. The latest is apparently the most canon. For all the people who are like. Okay, yeah, but it's not going to be Cal L. It's not going to be Cal L. That article's wrong. That article's wrong. Okay. But if that article's wrong, then why isn't the company clarifying? Because they don't know. Why is the company giving us wrong information? If the Hollywood Reporter and Variety are their things or deadline, whichever one I know, it's the Hollywood Reporter mainly, and there's another one that correlates. Mm-hmm. Why, why is there conflicting information if if people are like, calm down, it's not Clark Kent. The article is wrong. Well, bro, why is the company letting the article be wrong? Yeah. Because either the company's wrong. Sorry. Either the article is wrong or the company don't have a clue. And for all the people who are praising that Warner Brothers transparent all of a sudden, there's a different report every week about what's going on. They're not transparent. Then why did no one come out and say, actually, it's this? They're not even clarifying their own trades, their own articles. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're talking about. If tomorrow they say it's Valzad or Calvin Ellis, I'll be like, okay, I'm yeah. going off what I heard. And what I heard is apparently from the company approved by the company before that article goes out. And the article is a complete shit show different from what other articles are. Yeah. So the plan they're transparent, they're confident. I ain't getting that. And, 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 and call me crazy. Give me labels. Give me all the labels that you would for someone who doesn't agree with Warner Brothers. Because if you because if you don't agree with Warner Brothers right now, you are a hater. You're a zaddy. Whatever. Give me labels all you want. But I got the balls to know what I'm reading and to say I know what I'm reading. Not to put blind faith in a studio just because I don't like the other thing. I'm bigger than that. I could say I like Zack Snyder. I like what Warner Brothers is doing. But I could be critical of both. One has a toxic fan base, and one's a dumb fucking company. I could call it how I see it, plain and simple. Well, you know, and the other thing is that, again, like I'm for everything and will support everything that they're doing. Right. That's not my problem. What they have on the slate right now is great. I'm very yeah, interested. It's in. awesome. The problem I got is that they they have continued. none of us will be alive to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, Nick, absolutely. In my case, absolutely. And here's the other thing. They have done, they've been guilty of this now for years where they create these slates and these announcements and, exactly. and these projects. Look what they did with New Gods and with the Trench. Now, did I believe a Trench movie was going to be made? No, but I thought the New Gods thing was certainly going to go forward yeah. and they can that. Do you think it's beyond the realm of possibility that they can the Superman idea? No, anything's possible with them. Uh, I do think the Zantana thing is going to work out, but I, would you be surprised if Emerald walks away from that too? Because nope, it takes nope, time. No, nope, nope. I mean, we're, we were told a Green Lantern Corpse movie. I haven't seen anything on it. Again, we're probably going to get a lot of announcements on the 16th, and that's great. The problem with that 
is that everything is so backlogged and that yeah. this stuff is way out into You're the creating future. buzz for eight and hours. while they're doing this marvel is just absolutely yes. knocking it laying it down yes. and knocking it out of the park yes while they're continuing to plan and and wow us we're just getting nonstop content from marvel and, here, and yes. star wars and that's why I don't want them to catch up to Marvel or, or um, star. I'm not even asking for that, but they don't have a shot with the way they're operating right now. It's just not, it's never going to happen. And people are going to disagree and say, no, the reason why Marvel and star Wars can do that is the years of success. But here's the difference. The Mandalorian was one show. The last two movies were divisive. They made their money, but less than what the force awakens did. The Mandalorian was a hit and they said, okay, let's bring what people love and start making all these different shows. Things you didn't know you wanted. There you go. The acolyte, the, 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 the Rangers of the new Republic, the, um, the show that's like the anime style one, right? Marvel's putting out all this stuff. Miss Marvel, these C and D characters from the comics that no one knows about, right? Ironheart. Why didn't they do, why isn't DC going, okay, Joker worked. Aquaman worked. Wonder Woman worked. Let's make all these other movies. No, they're wait and see. They're wait and see. Mm-hmm. I say that they're dumb because they have so many characters and IP to use and they don't do them. And then and then it's like they announce things in these early stages. Like, are are they a company that gets off on clicks and tweets? They must because for the amount of things they announce where we go, oh, I'm excited and then they don't happen. Another example. They had enough faith in Game of Thrones to green light. I know Game of Thrones at one point was the biggest show in the world, but they announced one prequel and then five other shows that are coming. Yeah. Before the prequel even airs, they announced five other shows. Yeah, I know. The Walking Dead announced more spinoffs. Absolutely. So... For the DC projects that work, why isn't there more? I don't know, man. Why? What did you say? Aquaman's going to be over five years, right? From the from the Aquaman's going to be four or five years. How the fuck? You know, man, this is going to put me on a different map. Now right? remember, there was COVID. We I, did have the COVID year to blame. Remember that? Yeah, Aquaman came out two years before COVID happened. Yeah. So, uh, the end of wait, next year. Wait, no, fact check me on that. Aquaman twenty eighteen, right? November yeah. twenty eighteen. And when's it coming out? Pandemic kicked in March 2020. So, okay, a year and a half. Uh, uh, your movie makes a billion dollars and that sequel wasn't fast-tracked because last time I checked, Spider-Man Far From Home came out in 2019 and Spider-Man 3 is coming out 2021. Mm-hmm. So Aquaman will be four years. Spider-Man's going to be two. You know? Wonder Woman was at least going to be sooner mm. but they delayed it and then COVID happened so wonder woman at least they did but where is this other dc content i'm seeing a lot of ideas but no dates no people attached why aren't where's the confidence that these other studios are using whereas game of thrones said yeah our finale flopped and this prequel hasn't aired yet but here's five more you want to know why because we want to build our ip and our service well, we got about 150 something days. We'll find DC out, goes, know. Well, there's the rock thing, there's the Shazam thing we're going to do again. Well, we got Batman, 
let's do the superman gimmick we had wonder woman let's make the flash movie do everything but don't worry we have all this x y and z stuff coming oh wait but half what we just said ain't gonna happen so just wait and see please just stick with us why not start fast tracking now fast tracking now they could have green light stuff from covid in fact covid should have been the brainstorm time it should have been covid should have been the brainstorm time time. because It was for Kevin. Marvel had five <laughs> projects going at once. Spidey, Strange, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel. They were all filming at the same goddamn time. Mm-hmm. And don't act like Warner's ain't got the money to do that. They got the money to do that. Yeah, that should have been their time. COVID should have been the time where all this stuff has already been rolled out already and announced. And so I challenge we should have already yeah. had the screen. The screen lantern should be filming now. It should already yeah, yeah. It should yeah, be like yeah, I'm sorry. In, it yes. should be in post-production right now, ready to roll out like the beginning. Because look, I'll support the peace peacekeeper, right? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. I'm sorry. That's how excited I am for that this, show. But here's the difference, ready? Right? Here is the difference. Here is the difference. They wrote greenlit. And fast tracked that during well, COVID because they had guy like James Gunn behind it. That's why. Sure, you can't get someone else. And if the problem is you can't get someone else, well, why don't they want to work with you? You know what they did too? They spent a lot of time with this Snyder cut too. I, I don't know if they're going to look back at that and think that 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 was a hindrance to them to even do that. I'm glad they did it, right? But maybe it 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 took attention away from everything else. It seemed like. They and it, and then at the end of the day, when you realize they didn't even care what it did, or or yeah. we're looking to continue to sabotage it, it, that's why nothing makes sense to me. They, like, why not have a bunch of stuff ready to go so that the Snyder cut, when it's over, you make like six or seven announcements and you thank take you. like what they did thank was you. Uh, you know I mean yeah we got a couple casts like Pierce Bronson was exciting that's really about it. Ron Livingston is the replacement of the father is a snooze. Our, our our wonderful English actress, what's her name? Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren is a snooze. I mean, come on. I mean, let's be honest. She's a great actress and stuff, but I mean, it's not like that. That's so, they were so stupid because, so they relied on the Snyder Cut for HBO Max. Warner Brothers wanted nothing to do with that, but then they should have said, you know what? Right when that thing's over, we're just going to flood the market. And they thought they did, but actually there was really nothing that exciting. Yeah, because uh, Finn went rock. Got us all Jones out, right? Because he he's he's he 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 was the greatest, and that's when people don't even know who he is. Exactly. Well, there's after people don't know who fucking Guy Gardner is. Yeah, but everyone knows who the fuck John Stewart is. What is going on? Well, here, let's close this out. Look, yeah, please. I just want people to understand. I support. I support all the projects that they have coming out. Yes. Um, some are higher than others. I'm all for them. What I'm not for is the constant announcements of things that may or may not happen and where is a lot of the things that they said were definitely coming i guess if we're being premature we apologize it's probably coming in october that's a little too long for me yeah. that's way too long to wait till I- i'm glad the fandom's coming but that's this is ridiculous that we gotta wait we gotta wait like five months to see to get some announcements i mean they should be rolling this stuff out all along and then showing yeah. stuff at the fandom. And you know what? We may wake up tomorrow because a lot of times when we do a pod yeah. and they might drop some news. So we'll see what happens. 
the last thing I'll say, I support everything they're doing. I'm actually excited for all of it, but I'll acknowledge that they're dumb and silly, but they're mm-hmm. going to give me stuff I like. I'll give them a pass as I always do. But man, you're giving me a lot of cool stuff. You could have given me a lot more cool stuff mm-hmm. because yeah. I'm excited for your movies. I'm excited for your stuff. Yeah. But I'm also a little more excited that in my other universes here, Throne, Star Wars, and Marvel. Marvel, I know I'm secure for about four or five years out with a lot of different stuff, man. Four or five I, years, man. We're gonna we stuff for your lifetime over here. Well, for for the lifetime, <laughs> but man, but I, it's now, it's now, and it's, it's in the now. now. Like, you really don't have to wait. It's in, it's yeah. in the now, and it's here. Yeah. So. And you can say COVID, but man, there was other stuff Warner's put the key to in COVID, like Peacemaker. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And Superman Lois was filming. Matt Reeves was writing the Batman for four years, might I add. The CW is putting in more work during COVID than the films. Oh, Jesus. The CW was putting in more work they were. and more effort. They were. Just saying. They were. That's true. Just That's saying. True. We bash the network, but they're on the grind. We'll, yeah. we'll give they're it on the Because gr- they're on the grind. Because they need the, because they know what they need. The yeah. ratings. Mm-hmm. So they, they got to put shows. that. Yeah. They, they need stuff. Well, where's HBO Max going? We, we need subs and we're not global. We're not global, so we need things to get our American audiences, and they're dumb because they put out Zack Snyder Justice League, knowing what it would, knowing the stir it would cause, and now they complain about it. Ah, uh, anyway. Nico, don't worry. The the mayor of East Town is gonna get everybody out there because HBO Sundays are back. It's a fantastic show. Kate Winslet is a poll. Come on, come on. Nah. Which is a really great show. By the it way. is a good show. But, I have but, yeah. but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, it um, is. <laughs> and hey. Um, if you're someone who doesn't care, if you're someone who you you know really does like Warner Brothers, we respect you. Oh, of course, of course. We're just um a little a little bit more strong-willed, and we demand a little bit more from our studios. Right, and we're right. greedy. And why not be greedy? Here, here's here's the truth. We might have watched Batman Begins before this pod because we like to rattle the cages. You know, you come on. we like do. Batman. We like to rattle the cages. Rattle. And sorry for <laughs> you guys heard, heard us complain a few up straight now. We won't next time. Cause the, the nitpick Knicks 1939. No, like you said, we're all in support of what's coming. It is going to be amazing. Like we've said before, I'm sure DC Phantom is going to blow our socks off on October 16th. It just sucks that, yes, it is five months away. You know, it's, we got to go through the summer and then we sadly got to wait. Uh, to the fall, but hopefully it's, you know, toward the end of the year gives us something to look forward to. We'll see. Hopefully there better be a damn Batman trailer. I've seen some people say that they may not do it. There better be a goddamn Batman trailer at Phantom because if it's not, not really. They should. It'll be five months out. They should. Yeah. They should. Which would technically be the first trailer. Might I have people? It's only Technic- teaser trailer. Yep, yep. It's only teaser trailer. That's, that's how they've been putting out. As immaculate as what we saw was. That has become like a known thing now is that it's like the five month thing is when they put out that first trailer mm. is, is what seems to be the new trend. Speaking of trailers. Yes. For the segue. There you go. Well, that's going to conclude the Superman discussion. I'm sure that is going <laughs> to ruffle some feathers there, which we apologize, but you can let us know. Look, we got Supergirl coming, which is exciting. We got Superman and Lois coming back on May 18th. That's Thank exciting. God. Shout out. Thank God. Shouts to Supes and Lois. Shout Thank out to my God. to my fam of steel. I missed you guys. Fam of steel. I missed you guys. We back. And then yes, we whatever back. this JJ Abrams mm-hmm. Superman turns into, 
we will stay tuned on that. But yes, speaking of trailers, we got absolute venom. So carnage. Unfortunately, I couldn't mimic the voice of Venom because they effing changed it, might I add. Thank mm-hmm. you, Andy Circus. Hello, hello. Um, so yes, we I'll got say. a Venom <laughs> Venom 2 Absolute Carnage trailer is here. We it, the longly awaited Venom 2 trailer. <laughs> Might have add, man, they really uh, hold it on on that trailer. So, obviously, one of the few things to note is that, yes, it is directed by Andy Serkis. Alfred, love you. Uh, and Caesar and Gal. Yes, there you go. Um, and Ulysses Claw. There you go. All the above. All the above. So, the the most overacted villain in MCU history. Oh, you are becoming public enemy number one tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah so one one of the things that i've noticed from the trailer is the comparisons to tone and the sense that it feels an awful lot like the first movie which was a big gamble by sony which we'll get into so mr c i'm gonna kick this one off to you and then uh i'm gonna kick this one off to venom here so i'm gonna stick with carnage and then go to venom uh right next to you so uh oh you're cletus that's kind yeah, of I insult. love it. I love it. It's Daddy Cletus. When, when is this movie coming out? September. September. Okay, so yeah, we this is I, I've been waiting for this trailer a long time. It's before fandom. <laughs> it's before is it before fandom? It's coming out before fandom. Um right after Shang-Chi. I found the trailer to be whelming, to borrow a a word from my son. <laughs> I was really looking forward to it. Whelmed. Got up early and was glad that it, I think I saw it like around nine o'clock or so. And it just, it was, it was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the humor at the beginning and the end was a bit much, but that's okay. I mean, I, I, I liked, I'm someone that liked the first movie. Mm -hmm. I went into the first movie, not expecting to like it. I didn't like that. It wasn't really the traditional venom origin story with spider-man but the movie was entertaining enough to me that i looked beyond all that and i thought it was i thought it was decent i thought venom looked good eagerly awaiting carnage as i've said in previous podcasts i've got some reservations with woody harrelson playing carnage and so i'll we'll just do like a quick synopsis here it was it was okay a trailer i don't want the trailer to give me too much but a trailer's job is to get you more hype for the movie. And it didn't do that for me. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so I'm going to turn into a cool Nico again. Not <laughs> Well, actually, I am going to be nitpick Nico for a hot sec. But don't worry. Not like overly like I just crucified Warner Brothers because I'm not going to crucify this trailer as much. So I... Have been waiting for this for a long time. Oh, the symbiotes return to Nico. <laughs> so people know I'm a big symbiote guy. Wince. Um, I'm 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 a big black suit spidey and venom and carnage guy. Um I also liked the Did first venom film. I liked the first Venom film. Is it perfect? No, but I would say it's like on the par of like a Fast and Furious film where like it's oh, not complex oh, or Jesus. deep, but it's fun as all hell. I think it's better than the Fast. <laughs> I think it's better than the Fast and Furious Here film. We film. Go. 
Because at least in the movie, there's a symbiote that controls people and has powers. It's not like eight films in and they're going to space. Like, that's dumb. Um, no, no, no disrespect to our listeners who like The Fast and the Furious. Personal preferences, personal preferences, personal preferences. Um, but listen, Carnage and Venom, my dad knows, are my two favorite Spidey villains of all time. They're my two favorite, two of my favorite Spidey characters of all time. Do you know how long I've waited to see not only a good Venom on screen, because Topher Grace was, sheesh, trash juice in Spider-Man 3. Um, Venom actually looked like Venom in the first film, and he looks damn good, and Hardy played him damn well. I do like Hardy as, as Brock, and he's borderline perfect. Um He's more sympathetic, you know, for him, like in the Donny Cates run, which was outstanding, by the way. Um, I'm for Woody Harrelson's Carnage. I think he needed a big actor, and I, I love the, the type of acting Har- Harrelson was doing. It's creepy, but it wasn't over the top. It wasn't overdone. He's just being a strange Woody Harrelson. That being said, my thoughts on what Carnage could be now, how he could look, and how the battle could be, all I need for this film to be it could be the dumbest plot in the world, but as long as there's a, at least 20 minutes of the two of them in full symbiote balls to the wall, carnage, carnage, venom action, dude, I'm in. That's all I need. So I was very hyped for this. Trailer came out and I was like, my dad says, I, I was whelmed. I, you know, I take that from Robin, first episode of Young Justice. There's overwhelmed, there's underwhelmed. I was just whelmed. I said, okay. On one hand, I'm happy because I don't want them to show too much Mm because I have a problem with trailers that show too much, i.e. Invisible Man, i.e. BVS Done Justice. Um, I love the one shot of Carnage. It's terrifying. He looks great. I love how you can't tell if he's red or not. I love that they hit it and the and the lighting and the cinematography of that scene is terrifying. It's epic. And just the way he moves, the editing of that shot is gorgeous. So I'm in. Um... I don't like the new Venom voice. I think it's overly comedic <laughs> and dumb. Because the fir- yeah, because the first Venom voice was creepy and like fit the character, like the we are Venom Brock. And even though it was used for humor at times, like you're a pussy, like that's funny. But in this, it was like I was a loser, like it, you. I'm my it, world. It, it was like the cookie monster instead of hey, Brock, hey, Brock, hey, Brock, hey, Brock. Oh, we're gonna eat, eat, munch, 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 munch. I'm hungry, 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 hungry. I'm, 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 I'm like, did they put a hungry fucking hippo on the thing? Is someone playing with hungry, hungry hippos? And that's the thing. So I'm like, okay, I don't like this voice. It does. Make sure you put the explicit warning on this podcast. <laughs> like, I do respect that it's Tom Hardy's voice. I, I'm pretty sure it's Tom Hardy's voice dubbed in it. Uh, that sounds dumb. I didn't mind the humor at the beginning and end because I did like the humor of like, oh, like he could eat people and kill people at the end. Like I did find that funny. Like he has to battle with that. Like, no, like you you can't eat this person. It gives it life. As for the rest of the trailer, I'm like, okay. It was like, you know, a reporter investigates Cletus Cassidy. So I was hoping for a little bit more pizzazz in the trailer, but the shot of Carnage and then the final shot where it's like Venom, Venoming out, symbioting out, Behind the stained glass church, I thought it was epic. What do so, you think of Raven? Ravencroft. Ravencroft is great. We're gonna get toxin because that cop is gonna hopefully be toxin. Mulligan, baby. So I'm in for the movie. It's gonna be great. But the trailer, I'll admit, like wasn't anything particularly memorable. Um, I saw a couple other trailers since that were just better movie trailers. So but that being said, I don't want them to show too much more. Yeah, you can maybe give me one you. more yeah, shot of sure. Carnage, 
but don't give me too many shots of carnage and don't you dare give me a shot of them fighting yet because I don't want it. I want that save for the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, this movie, the first one made a crap tub of crap crap ton of money. I think this movie will follow suit. You do. Okay. And streams wow. and such. Yeah, why not? Well, no, it's going to only be in theaters. That's right. Hmm. I think it's going to do pretty damn well for pandemic numbers. Do you, do you think that it, it would have streamed better than it would have uh, been in theaters? I, I, I think hybrid would have helped it a little bit. Yeah. And there's still time, but I think hybrid would have helped it a little bit. Like, doesn't Sony have that Netflix deal? Like, can't they put this shit on Netflix? I think they got to wait until well, they got to wait for a while after next year. Yeah. After next year. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm going gonna... to. <laughs> I'm gonna same boat as you. Oh yeah, harder. <laughs> uh, I thought the trailer was okay. I just thought it was okay. I think it did its job a little bit. I took the stance where it was very reminiscent of the first movie, which I said was a bit of a gamble on Sony's end because if you were somebody that did not like the first Venom, this was kind of hard to sell you on <laughs> this movie. Yeah, if you did yeah. not like that movie, I thought the trailer was a little bit deliberate. I think they relied on the humor and the comedy because I think they wanted to appeal to more of the I think the symbiote actually is in Nico right now and that's what I think if, about it if you guys could have seen Zeddy's face when I just did that though that was priceless he was genuinely shocked uh, you Keep going, bro. me through, through, through my screen here or something oh. <laughs> um but with that being said, yeah, while I think it was a gamble to kind of put market the trailer as such, I think I'm going under the impression that this thing is a bloodbath <laughs> or it will be that they are that they let Andy Circus make the film he wanted to make. Because if Sony was like that first Venom movie, dude, it made like 800 million. We're just going to make that same movie because people obviously like that movie. So people will come back and it'll make the same amount. Then I got a problem with that. Because I don't, I don't think you bring Andy Serkis on and you tell him that you got to follow this formula, this set of notes, only to not have him make his own movie. Because I think he's a very unique person with a great horror background. Let him make Venom vs. Carnage. Make it this horror-esque movie. Go all in on the horror. Let it be a bloodbath. It's rated R, I think, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, Which I think the first one was PG-13, right? Was it? It was the first Venom rated R. It was PG-13. Oh, okay. it was. And so, is this R? Yeah, and this one's R. So is it? Is it R? We don't I know. Think yet. It is. Okay. I don't know that yet. Or maybe. Okay. I'm we'll worried they're. N- I think it's not going to be R. Okay. And that's scary to me because I want it to be R. Yeah. So hopefully it is R because I think that's the best way to do both Venom and Carnage Justice. I'm under the impression I think they're doing Symbiote War. That's what I think they're they're leading to. Uh, it is kind of worrisome that Spider-Man's nowhere to be found in any of this, especially yeah. in the second movie. Uh, it's kind of hard to do a third Venom without Spider-Man, I think. I know Sony doesn't think you need Spider-Man, but that'll change after December 10th, 2021, might I add. Um, <laughs> but I digress. So, gentlemen, any other thoughts on the Venom 2 trailer? Yeah, you know, you get, you. I just thought about it. I mean, it would have to be R for all the head decapitations and impalements that Carnage is going to do because... Carnage is not Venom. I mean, and I'm, I'm sure the people that are listening to us, I mean, he's even in the comics, they pushed the boundaries with him mm-hmm. as far as they could at, at him being so, so diabolical and so deadly. So I hope they don't take that away from him in the movie. Yeah. So we'll see. Has Andy Serkis, is this his uh, directorial debut? I, I believe so. 
Uh, we don't even know what kind of director he is, you know? So, I mean, we don't, we don't really know. I mean, we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's such a great character actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I'm just sitting here. We're, we've become so pretentious that we're, we're so hard on trailers now. <laughs> I wonder if we're entering a world. No, it's his second film. Where. Oh, okay. I wonder if we're entering this world now where it's just better for them not to show too much in the trailers. Sure. Andrew and, Garfield was in his directorial debut. Which was it? Uh, it's called Breathe. It's a biographical drama film directed by Andy Serkin. Okay. I have not seen it, but Andrew Garfield stars. Really? Okay. Interesting. Oh, it's the one where the guy... Oh wait, I ha- wait. I do know this movie. Do you remember the one where Andrew Garfield is in the wheelchair? He gets polio. No, it's, I don't. I don't it's know. That one. Okay. Oh, no, you don't know that. One. Oh, here's the thing. I worded it as if people saw it, but nobody. Nobody knows. Nobody no, knows. That no one movie. knows that movie. <laughs> um, it made four million. At the I have to echo what you said, Zeddy. That it's kind of hard while I'm watching this trailer too to be like, and we don't know. Maybe Spider-Man is in it. It could be, but. Mm-hmm. It's just hard, and then to think that they're obviously going because this is going to warrant a third movie. You and think. so, and so for me, like accepting all these movies with no Spider-Man, if that's really the case, is kind of difficult too. And I did want to say too, obviously, it looks like they're they're obviously deviating the origin story of Carnage a bit. They're going to have to, even though it still looks like it may be through the blood and through the yeah through when they're going to. It looks like they're looking to execute him. So, look. I, I I'm on board with wanting to see this movie. I'm excited to see it. The only thing I could close on, like I said, is echo again, is that the trailer didn't do anything to want me to see it more. Sure. It wouldn't have mattered if I saw this trailer or not. It doesn't, it doesn't increase my want, nor does it, it doesn't decrease it, nor does it increase it. It just, it is what it is. Word. I have nothing else to say, but carnage. Nice, nice. Well, Rafa Smith's calling back in. He 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 thinks Carnage is a real American hero, just like John Walker. Is oh, John John Walker's not in this movie, is he? No, but he should. Okay, John Walker is is gonna play the secret uh, twist villain. There you go. Ew. <laughs> he, he's he's gonna have whatever blue symbiote is uh is there. You know, sensing you know that he's a uh, U.S. agent, so you know he's he's got he's got to have a, a symbiote that attaches to that. So. But but seriously though, the only thing I want let me just add one more thing. I will say this: the trailer does look exactly like the first movie, though, right? It looks oh, just, it does. So yeah. like you know how when you see a sequel, sometimes you're like, oh, it looks. So the cinematography, everything, and they've got a lot of talent on this film, you know, oh, yeah, in no, the writing tight. department and 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 behind the camera. But it does look. I mean, he's in that damn grocery that that convenience store. It looks store like twice. The, the same it, it looks like the hey. same. I mean. And it's kind of cool that they still have, you know, the lady and they still yeah. have the store. But, they, but by bookending the trailer would be, you know, like going to that twice in it, it just sort of was like, oh, okay, we're, we're back in the convenience store again. Hey, if that, if that first Venom was uh, takes place in 1992, then this one takes place in 1997. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, <laughs> I, I will say, I know it sounds like they're using... <laughs> Sounds like they're using Hardy's voice for Venom. I don't know if they did it in the first movie or not because it sounded deeper and darker. Mm -hmm. I hope it's not Harrelson's voice for Carnage. I hope it's Andy Serkis. I hope Andy went in there and did like a very Carnage voice. I don't know if I could take the Carnage symbiote seriously with with Harrelson's voice coming out of it. 
The go. jury's open for me. And corn dogs, Arizona. Jackie. Corn dogs. Semi pro. We will see. But guys, speaking of absolute, Nidge, it's the last time I'm gonna say that. Is we have a cool announcement to make, don't we, Nico? About something very impending coming. Oh, on I'm the show. one saying it. Okay. Yes, you are. Jeez. Christ. Well, I wasn't prepared. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you saw us tweet this out last prepared. week. Uh, you're right. Always be closing. A- ABC, always be Connage. Uh, that is the name of the show, by the way. ABC, always be Connage. That's got to be the title, Eddie. It's got to be the title because that's what our, our show is pure Carnage today. What is ABC, always be Carnage? Always be Carnage. <laughs> ABC, always be Carnage. That will be the title of it. If not, I will take the show down myself and change it. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, cool announcement. Uh, but you all probably have seen this already. Uh, uh, thanks to our brilliant leader and great friend, Justin Kowalski, um, we're seeing a, a special free screening. I thought you were going to say Joe Biden. No, no, Justin Kowalski, oh, man. Oh, Just, Joe Justin, Justin bought the bank. He did you it. Joe Biden didn't get us these passes? No, man. Oh, I didn't know. We that. are seeing a special screening of Army of the Dead tomorrow. Um, so or not tomorrow, Thursday. Thursday. Well, when this episode goes up, it will be tomorrow. tomorrow yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I was going for. We will be seeing a special screening of Army of the Dead Thursday. So you'll have our thoughts right away. We'll be tweeting our thoughts about it right away. So stay tuned for that. Zeddy's gonna review it. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna put it out this week or next week because it's theaters. For the week, and then it goes to Netflix. Um, so just stay tuned for our thoughts for that. We're gonna, we're we're gonna try to hype it up a bit. Um, we're also gonna try to be hyping up. They have a virtual event tomorrow as well. So we're just gonna be hyping that up a little bit. We're excited for Army of the Dead. You know, not only are we Zack Snyder fans, the, the movie looks very fun. My dad is a big horror fan. You, you know, zombies are still cool. There's a cool cast. It just looks like a fun movie. The reviews are pretty good, and we're seeing it in a theater. And it's actually gonna be. Why it's the coolest, not just because we're seeing it, you know, um, a special free screening a day early. Uh, thanks to Justin. It's cool because this is the first time us three are back in a the theater together since when? Since Birds of Prey. Oh, my God. Birds since of Prey, since Prey. Birds of Prey, which was over a year and a half. February of 2020. Mm-hmm. So wow. over a year and a half. So that's something cool you want to say is... Zeddy and I have been to a theater, but I've not been to a theater with my dad, and us three haven't been to a theater. So uh, we're going to, you know, just type it up a bit and share a dope photo of us there just because, you know what, we're back. The v- the V39's back in theaters. The we V39, back, baby. We back. I'm back. V39 I'm is going to be back to review a movie, but a movie that we will have seen in the theaters, not one we just saw on the streaming service. So um, stay tuned for that, man. And if you like our thoughts on stuff, stay tuned. If you think we're clowns and only solely wb haters well don't 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 care about our thoughts but we're very excited for that and once again shouts to justin you 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 know we started off on a phone and now we get to see now we get special passes to see a film early for free because of our name and for promo purposes that mm-hmm. a promoter entrusted us with so we're gonna do it so it's very cool just think it's cool where you got 500 we started off on a phone now we got 500 followers and we get to see a movie early under the name Vigilante 1939. So kind of cool, guys. So um, y'all, y'all got us here. Our fans, our listeners, y'all got us here. Justin, everyone at Let's Go, our friends over at the various other communities, the Nerd Room, BOF, et cetera, uh, for comic junkies, Javi, everyone. 
you guys welcomed us into a community and we got bigger and had a great opportunity to come up. So thank you. Guys. That's right. Thank you. All you phonies, all you sycophantic suck ups, all you, <laughs> you face. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not how I feel. Oh, hey, yeah, maybe. Come on. The call. Is that why King? You just went Joaquin Phoenix there for a little bit, right? <laughs> There you go, man. There That's what I did, baby. The cult of Zeddy. We, we're coming, baby. The, the Zeddies. The Zeddies, baby. We're Zeddy. coming to Army of the Dead. Army of the Zeddies. Army of the Zeddies. Army of the Zeddies. Oh, man. No, save that for the, for the review, review episode. Yeah. Army of the Zeddies. Army of the Zeddies. Army of the Zeddies. We're growing bigger than the Snyder Cup, baby. Army of the Zeddies. <laughs> we are. We will be. The Zeddy fandom will, will large will rise above and be larger than the Snyder family. And we will, we will be abrupting on October 16th, 1159 PM. And, and let us know or DM us. Do you <laughs> want us? I might throw up a poll tomorrow. Do, do you think people would want our thoughts right away? Friday, we come home, we do a short show or should we wait for a full review? I don't know. It's a test to see if you're listening. Maybe we'll hop on the stream yard super late and just do some, do some okay, nonsense. Okay. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe. We also will be re-uploading the poll on who would survive in the zombie apocalypse. Which, because we, uh, you know what? Because, because for, some, for some damn reason, my father won, but I know he won. It's because of his calves, and the zombies won't be able to bite through those calves of absolute steel. Show's coming full circle. Now we're talking about his calves again. How many retweets? Hold on, hold on. Let me ask you How, a question. What? <laughs> if the zombies are coming at us, oh, out of the three of us, uh, who do you think is going to take care of the zombies? <laughs> it's certainly not going to be Nico. I already el- <laughs> I've already eliminated him. I, so I have my, my, na- my natural. You know, what, it's what, me you know, and what, you, what, what did you use? What, what do it's I have? It's me natu- and you. It's natural me tenacity. You. Is that what you call it? Zeddy's natural tenacity, my ability <laughs> to be nimble. Yeah. Dude. Come on, dude. If zombies came, talk your way out of this. Your blood pressure would shot shot up through the roof. Because come on, this guy was out here. Come on, man. This guy was out here. He still takes wipes to open up doors and use the gas tank. This guy's still afraid of COVID. (laughs) He's still afraid of ISIS. He still thinks ISIS is a thing. (laughs) He still thinks ISIS is. ISIS is all news, bro. Oh man. I'm just kidding. He would probably live. But I will say this. I will say this. I think it's insulting that five percent of you think I'm expendable. I have said a lot. I think you've said a lot tonight. Five percent of you think I'm long gone, huh? You better just hope that I'm a nice zombie, okay? You better just hope that I don't eat your brains out. Let me just tell you. I want to close with a very important question. Insulting. Insulting. I want to close to a very important question to my father. So like I did the man bun thing. So like I sacrificed part of my. It wasn't even a man. My bun. dignity. Yeah, it I don't was. Really what was the hell you did? I don't know what it was. It wasn't really a man bun, but whatever. You tried. You tried. All right. To ask my actual question is because I did something mm-hmm. that sacrificed my dignity. The same way that Zeddy recorded a two-minute video of him saying puns that put himself out there. Yeah. Oh, How many retweets would it take to get you to post a picture of your calves no, on Twitter? No, <laughs> forget it. No. Not gonna happen. If if I nope. put up a poll tomorrow, nope. If I put up a poll tomorrow nope. and it gets 30 votes for yes, nope. 
I might just do it when you're standing no. in the kitchen. Yeah. I might like just squat behind. Take a picture it's like of like an Mark illegal Henry. set photo. <laughs> spy pics of Danny Betts calves. Yeah. I might do it from like an aerial view. I'm like, right. what? What? What if we put you it deal in with your mother then? What if we do it in black and white? They won't know the difference. Yeah, man. Of Zack Snyder's color grading, how yeah. about in a four point three no. aspect ratio? No. In a four point three. No. It'll just be like the slim, yeah. like the, there you go. The end of it. One calf picture. Yeah. How about how about if it's like if it if it's like uh well I can't say that. <laughs> if they're just pinning you down to the ground like Ew. like you that's can't get creepy. up, you know. I know it's kind of creepy. Ew. Like you're a zombie. What if you're like a zombie and and we reenact carnage? Carnage. There you go, right? Carnage. I'm gonna erupt absolute carnage on all of you. That shows against me, five percent. What a joke! Five percent. Are you kidding me? What do you mean? Five percent said you would survive. Five percent said I'm expendable, Mr. Caruso. No, 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 no. Five percent. Yeah, ninety-five percent say you're expendable. Whatever. It's still five percent. Excuse me. You should love the five percent because they voted that you would live. Oh, I think people were just feeling sorry for the old guy. That's all. But I will say this: they were right because. I sent, up to I the smell three of a little that poll. I'm going to have to I'm lead. I'm sitting on the one that, that tweeted it. I'm going to have to lead. That's all I'm going to tell you guys. What would your zombie apocalypse film attire be? Would you be like the Dago T, bulletproof vest, and the cigar? I feel like that's what you would be. And then he's he's gonna have a gray helmet. You gotta have some. Uh, you gotta have some clothes on that they can't bite through. What are you crazy or what? <laughs> But no one actually got, does that in zombie movies. You got, that's in the movies. When in real life, you got to have some some nice, you know, polyester where the, the teeth Mr. Mark C's going to pull right up on a big green tractor is what he's going to do. Looking, you're not looking to expose too much skin. And if there's a zombie attack, come on. How many retweets? <laughs> no, none. How many retweets? None. None. Okay. None. <laughs> well, we'll see tomorrow. That train just the train just went by the way off, off. It's like in smoldering flames right now. Somebody somebody got a bazooka. Would you do it if I could get Zack Snyder on Vero to say you should do it? No. Oh I wouldn't want to embarrass myself. I have respect for Zach. I wouldn't want him to do that. What's but like people could just go on Facebook and see your calves anyway. Not really, no. Whatever, man. <laughs> no. If y'all want Daddy B's what, calves. Wasn't there a picture of you guys in the pandemic at a bonfire where Mr. C is donning some illustrious shorts? Oh, I'm pretty no. sure you, you can use some Photoshop there, can't you, uh, no. Nico? You could just is that where you look like a porno star with your mustache? I look like a great yeah. porno star. Yeah, there you go. You can't see the calves in, nah. in the photo setting. Oh, look at my Nico in an A24 movie. Okay. But you, damn right, but you could see my beautiful mustache. Yeah, you look creepy. I'll post that picture. I look like Randy Marsh from South Park, but with the better haircut. Oh man! Well, yeah. that's a good me, picture of us. Let me uh let, let's 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 get on out of the out of the train here. That is fell off the track. Ooh, it's smoldering in a cast. I, I think you know. I I think we might have some broken legs, something like that. So we're good gonna not broken away. calves though. Oh, good <laughs> lord! I put myself in that one. So, gentlemen, last call for alcohol. Last call for water. It's closing time. Anything that you guys uh, got left to plug? Let's get on out of here. Let's no, just follow me at N Caruso Jr. on Twitter. And I did want to give a shout out to you guys. If you're listening to this episode and you didn't listen to the last one, 
which featured our good friend Zach Nicholson about the uh, Invincible show. You guys did a fantastic job. I really enjoyed listening to it today. So if you didn't listen, if you're listening to this now and you didn't listen to the previous one, please go ahead and give yourself a shot. Yeah. Uh, You can follow me at Nico Caruso, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. Um, you can find all my film, TV, and comic reviews over at www.letsgopodcast.com and find a bunch of other great shows. I'm on there as well. Uh, Let's Go Marquee with Zeddy. Uh, Let's Go Gamers with Emmett Davis that we're taking a little bit of a break from for a while. We're going to rebrand that next year. Um, but uh, And shout out to the foreseeable future Kiss Podcast with Rob yeah, Myers. We got man. coming out that our name is still being kept secret. But that is coming out very soon. One of the best. Soon. Give it to me. Very soon. And a special uh, Thwip Thwip themed show from some Italians coming soon. So get excited for that. But Zeddy, take it over. My friend, my brother, my captain. I'm, I'm going to crash that, that Spider Man episode as a villain. I would love if you did. I would love if you who did. Know, who knows what villain? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Craven, because I'm on the hunt to crash your episode. <laughs> wink, wink. The army of the, the army. army of the Zeddies. We're calling You're like the Green Goblin from the Broadway play. Which we will reenact in full. Bring it to you. What's it called? Turn on the, <laughs> the dark. Sinister. It's, it's turn off the Sad. dark. But, but turn off the dark. Uh, the I music is written dark. by Hit Pop Band. You too. It was oh, right. Yeah. There is a great song called "Boy like, Falls from the Sky." It's Boy fantastic. Falls from the Sky. It's a great fantastic. song. Fantastic. Yep. Ah, oh, lizard. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna reenact <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> but man, was it was that an interesting one minute and forty eight seconds? That was awesome. Uh, part of V39's production slate. Stay tuned. Uh, yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Zeddy is. All my film and TV reviews can be found at letsgopodcast.com. That includes the latest, uh, The Mitchells versus the Machines, which is an animated film on Netflix. It is the first contender in the best animated feature category. I am predicting for the Oscars 2022, so be on the lookout Ooh, for that. Early prediction from you. Early prediction, so be on the lookout for that. Please follow this show at Vigilante1939 over at Twitter. Uh, feel free to head over to Apple Podcasts and iTunes and leave a rating and a review. If you leave a review, we will read it on air. We will give you a cool shout-out, and if you DM us, we will send you a special prize for doing so, because you took the time to write the view, so we're going to take the time to reward you for that. And you can also head over to T Public site, uh, site, search for 1939 podcast and hook you up with some swag. We would much greatly appreciate that. But this is going to do it for this week's episode. Stay tuned for our Army of the Dead reaction, which will be coming soon. Uh, but until then, for Nico Crusoe, for his father, Nicholas Crusoe Jr., my name's Nick Zander. As Michael Keaton's Batman always says, I want you to tell all your friends about me. We live in a society. Shout out to Spider-Man, turn off the dock. Shout out to you too.